Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Legends say, in ancient times, when the gods walked with man, within the traditions of the Norse that were passed from the Celts, that there were warriors who traveled through the spiritual realms. These warriors spent their days on earth as shamans, guiding the members of their clan to spiritual understanding. These shamans knew the Lanvedi. They were known as Ulv Hefnar of Odin, the Allfather, and Valhalla. Today, the modern Ulv Hefnar continues the tradition of using magic and wisdom to help our clansmen and women find harmony. In the traditions of our ancestors, the Ulv Hefnar now invites those who seek knowledge to come forth to the circle of knowledge to share our experiences and find commonality amongst all. Following in the traditions of his ancestors, Dr. Mark Wiseman offers hope and peace in his message of understanding our personal spirituality. Join us now for this week's message here with the Alaska Ulv Hefnar. Hello, my friends, and welcome to this week's message. This week, I'd like to step back to the basic understanding of how we need to think about our thinking. Today, I'd like to step over to the intrinsic processing of our psychology for this teaching. As we know, our psychology is how our mind makes sense of those spiritual influences that we experience throughout our lives. I'd like to consider the spiritual processing within our minds that created ultimately what becomes our relational knowledge or our wisdom. In thinking about how you think, we must think momentarily about the chemical influences we have spoken on many occasions of the hormonal balances. We need to think about the memory bits stored in various states of disrepair. And we must think and ponder heavily the related memory that's created by experiences. Understanding the passing of experiences from our ancestors that helps us construct the related links to other memory of what we understand 
give me wisdom. Let us call upon Odin and Freya to join us. Hail Odin, Lord of Asgard, warrior and wanderer, valiant and wise. You to whom all the gods of Asgard look, Sky Father, on the eight-legged steed. You who traded an eye for wisdom and ruled a turbulent realm. Give us the wisdom to accept the twists and turns of fate, even as you surrendered yourself to the mercies of the Norn. Protect us, all Father, from what harm may come to us. Lead us through the wilderness and bring us safely to that great hall that you reserve only for the brave of spirit. Odin, we come to you today to seek your wisdom and guidance. We ask that you bestow upon those here the wisdom about the subject in which we speak. Be with them as they go forth and live their lives. Let us sip the cup of Odiner to bestow the wisdom of Kvasar. We ask for your guidance, that you be with us and guide us through the challenges that hell lay before us. Help us to recognize Loki as he attempts to deceive us, our true path. Hail Odin. Many have asked me about how can they obtain a feeling of fulfillment within their lives. They have told me that they don't wish to continue their drive for money, drugs, alcohol, sex, or hundreds of other addictions. Many have had much of these things within their lives, yet find that their hearts are not yet filled. I've spoken to many whose practice of modern day religion has left them with a sense of emptiness, myself included, many years ago. Others have reported to me their vast social circles have not fulfilled their deep desire for completeness and connection to other humans. This, my friends, becomes an understanding of our search for our Koelia. Koelia is a Greek word that means space or cavity, and some psychology scholars describe it as the innermost part of ourselves, our spiritual center, our spiritual self. Therefore, past the physical, past the emotional controls, past the rational thoughts that drive the emotions, and past the deeply held decision matrices we call a belief system, lies an area that we need to embrace a true understanding to have inner peace. This, my friends, is the Koelia, and within it 
I believe, is our spiritual self. Our soul, if you you will. Our connections to the gods. So, from the sagas of our ancestors, we are drawn to the principle of living intentionally. Why, you may ask? Because beneath the outer bravado, the ego, lies a necessity for congruency. Living our lives simply and honestly. Casting aside the needs of material things and social acceptance for ideas and presentations that we do not fit in. If we instead turn our gaze to the psychological realms that a scholar Larry Crabb defined, who introduced us to the five layers of our self, within the outermost being that of the physical layer, which was described as those demonstrative straight traits that we showed our society. They were our responses and our actions. Beneath that, we find emotional, or our feelings. Then, beneath that, are the rational or the decisional matrices. We get to the volatile, and finally, we arrive at the center of who we are. And that's the spiritual center for Quilia. He theorized, and I know, that within each of us, at the center of our being, is a spiritual center. Our spiritual self. Now this is simply stating what we have already discussed. But we must ask ourselves, do we really know what's in there? What are we filling it? What are we filling it with? What exactly is our spiritual self? Great questions, no? At the center of our being resides a collection of energy that is bonded by magnetism, that has achieved a level of consciousness. These energies are what moves thoughts, ideas, concepts, and it also powers the processing of incoming physical sensory input into our mind. It helps categorize things and it helps to lay the framework as to how the brain recognizes the data that we just received. Let us take a moment and reflect upon this. And now, a short break for these commercials. You're listening to the Alaska Ulf Hefnar. Welcome back to the Alaska Ulf. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you. Thank you for rejoining me here. Before we left, we were talking about energy. Raw, real electricity at a micro level. I've discussed it in other shows and and talked about it during our daily discussions about what these really are. But essentially, from quantum science, gives us this idea of measuring a proton of electricity that's positively charged. A neuron would be a negative charge or the opposite. So if you said this was say a number 1 to 10, this is 10, is a proton, neurons are zero. Okay, And so they offset each other. They cause a balance, if you will, between the two. And these two exist within our bodies. Now, notice when I describe the proton and the neuron of electricity, I said that one was a positive number 10 and one was zero or none. I didn't say negative 10. I said zero. This is, this is very critical to understand when we talk about this because what it means is that negative, in this case, a neuron, is not negative. It's just nothing. It's neutral, if you will. Therefore, this is uh, uh, very different than what many people try to claim that we receive all these negative energies and this negative input, this, that, and the other, and that's not the case. What is the case, my friends, is that protons, positive charge, positive energy, neurons, zero energy, okay? So those are the two parts. Our spiritual selves, is that portion of ourselves that maintains a constant connection with the spiritual realm around us and our deities. As it is a collection of energy that above all else maintains this constant connection to other spiritual entities as well as, as I mentioned, the deities very important that we understand how the aura passes that electricity. It is a collection that thereby utilizes the personal aura 
to provide a bridge between the personal self or physical self and the spiritual realm around us or the deities. It is critical for us to fill this space with intentional thoughts. It is here that some refer to the Koilia. This space is what dictates our life's path, as our Koilia must align congruence, our hearts and our minds, to get them in alignment. When considering this space and its influence on our most fundamental pattern of living our lives, our journey through this lifetime have two possible paths, two possible core possibilities, we'll say. There have always been two paths that we can take during our lifetimes here. The first is that predetermined by the fates. This is the path where we, humans, accept all of the things that happen to us, all the experiences throughout our lifespan, because they just happen. They happen to us. Everything happens to those people. They don't make anything happen. Everything happens. They are merely victims to this lesson called life. Most often filled with disparity and hopelessness. Whether this position comes from previously failed attempts at accomplishing desired choices, or whether they determine that those endeavors are, are just too painful to try again and therefore allow things to happen to them. Those within this frame of mind may give their choices to others freely, choosing to give the credit to others, at the same time shifting the responsibility, accountability, to those others as well. In many cases, they carry the resentment for that other person's choice that they freely gave. It is a vicious circle that never ends. When people ask me about the differences between those uh, ancestors of antiquity and those people now herein lies the majority of the answer. Most people of antiquity did not have an option of choosing to wait for the magic spell or prayer results to arrive. As we might remember, those spiritual entities with whom we have given the request to, remember, in, a, in the form of a prayer or a spell, we're going to operate outside of the boundaries that we physical beings recognize of time and space. So while we may desire a successful result in our lifetime, in our physical lifetime, not always a guarantee. Even if we concentrate our energy on the request and don't alter our life's path, our life's trajectory, not a guarantee that you will get a successful outcome. 
the second path that we have of our choosing is that lifetime of free will and living intentionally. This is a path where there is an understanding that while we may fail, and fail often, that failing is part of our lessons of this lifetime. It is the one of fully intentional decisions, constantly retaining all of the credit and all of the blame for trajectory changes within the experience. This, my friends, is the expression, the demonstrative value of free will. These individuals are in charge of their destiny. They know what they want, and they choose to accept every setback for what it is. A learning opportunity to gain a level of experiences that we may not have had, even the potential to find, even just a few short moments ago. Choosing to live life intentionally means that we accept the responsibility for those events that occur and more importantly our reactions to those events this is very critical knowledge for us to keep in our minds as we begin to look for ways of bringing our heart and our mind into congruence and again congruence being a very important function that we must always seek as we align these two we can find peace peace in the mind peace in the heart to do that we must uh, look for ways at which to bring these two into congruence we must always be looking to to understand our feelings how we feel about something, how it, why does it matter to us? That is important. And that is what will bring us into congruence. And congruence is, again, very important as it will clear the mind and help clear the aura. Clear auras give clear instructions, which is good. And now, a short break for these commercials. You're listening to the Alaska Ulf Hefnar. Welcome back to the Alaska Ulf Hefnar. Thank you for joining me again. When we left, we were talking about congruence, bringing our heart and our mind together, kind of in this alignment some people will choose to blend the two paths we spoke of in the last section. They'll blend them together in their lives and are content to allow the path of choice to fill their koilia instead of those who accept the life. So what you find is that you have people who will make choices and then reflect make choices then accept what happens make choices and move forward they will choose to make some decisions then allow those events to occur and then 
learn from those. However, these select few will, will know why and what they are doing during each of these periods as they understand the value of seeking and then reflecting. Seeking and reflecting. This understanding is at the core of who we are, but has, in many cases, been dictated to us by a millennia of programming. The modern holy textbook speaks of their interpretation of a deity and its the counterance, the devil being in conflict over the control of you and your actions throughout your lifetime. Whereas I have been taught that is not the case. <coughs> Excuse me. No, I'm not seeing to give away all your belongings and follow me as the Christian text suggests within the New Testament. What I will say is consider what you are what you really are and what you want to be where do you want to go intentionally consider the facts that make you who you are seriously look at it deeply what do you understand what do you believe in your heart those things you know these are questions we ask ourselves as we dive down deep, deep into our psychology to this spiritual core, the spiritual center that we are. Having the knowledge and the understanding of this spiritual center allows us, should afford us with the opportunity to think about what we think we know pick a belief, any belief. I believe in multiple gods. For me, how do I feel about that statement? I believe it wholeheartedly. Why? Again, here is goes with the mind. The mind is asking me why. Why do I believe this? Because I believe that all things in the universe are in balance. I believe that there are traits in the one God that produces the masculine. The other God produces that of the feminine. Both parts are equally important. And while the masculine produces things like strength and courage, so too does the feminine. The feminine is the nurturing part of our, our self, of us. It should be. And it's very important. But when I say this statement out loud and I say, I believe there are two gods. For me, their names are Odin and Freya. I believe in them with all my heart. I have enough evidence at this point in my life. And when I feel, when I say it, and I'm thinking about it, my heart feels rested. It feels comfortable. It feels like a warm blanket on a cool evening okay that's congruence that's the alignment at which I speak 
of bringing ourselves into alignment. When we speak these phrases and we, we focus, we concentrate and we say, I believe anything, say whatever comes to mind. I believe that uh, the spirits of the Lembedi will keep me safe through the night and ward off evil and darkness. How do I feel about that in my heart? Well, my heart tells me that I believe wholeheartedly in the Lenvedi. I believe that they will keep me safe. But I do not believe in evil. I believe in the intention of man. Okay. So if I translate that a little bit and I say, okay, I believe the Lenvedi will keep me safe from the intention of other men while I sleep. That one, I feel good. Again, I can feel the, the energy in my heart. I feel myself in congruence. This is how we have to look at each of the thoughts that we have. And if something doesn't feel right, we'll say, as an example, I believe in a single God. My heart says, okay, I, I'm okay with gods, with deities, but my brain says, well, wait, we believe that the universe should be in balance. And if the universe is in balance, how can you do that with one person, with one entity, with one set of traits? My mind begins to kind of pick it apart. And this is where I know, okay, that belief doesn't work for me. I'm not comfortable with it. My brain is struggling with it. My heart feels a little edgy because it, it says that, you know, I don't believe that you can have balance with one entity, one set of traits. Nor do I believe that the two traits could be combined into a single being, for it would cause too much conflict. Masculine and the feminine, because of their, their very nature um, and nurture, kind of function, would come in conflict with each other. So the idea of having them as a single being, I struggle with. And so this becomes my beliefs as I search for ways to become congruent and continue to, to bring these thoughts and, and my understandings to light. But as I need to find this peace in my brain, each of those things that I've said now I believe in a single God, or I believe in two gods, or I believe in the Lembedi. All of these statements, the way my heart reacts, tells me that there's an emotional connection. And that emotional connection is what I need to investigate to obtain a clear mind, ultimately a then clear aura at which to project into the spiritual realm my requests for knowledge, for wisdom, and for things here on the physical plane. So it's very important that 
we, we learn to control those emotions. And that's what the Koilia allows us to do, is to understand our core beliefs and the emotional parts of them, that we may clear our mind and clear our aura. Thank you.